I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We've got our take cannons loaded and ready. ready. Absolutely dominant on deep routes. Absolutely dominant on short the routes. boys are back, baby. Excellent separation against man coverage. This is Reception Reception the Show. It was interesting. Tennessee went back-to-back. Uh, we're talking about the University of Tennessee, go Vols. Uh, Cedric Tillman back-to-back picks there in the third round. Cedric Tillman goes to Cleveland. Uh, a high ankle sprain derailed much of his season last year uh, for the Vols, but he is your prototypical, you know, size X guy. 6'3", 213 pounds. Uh, played almost exclusively as an outside X receiver there for Tennessee. Uh, you know, not not the best athlete in the world, but a four five four and a thirty seven inch vertical, ten eight broad. I think those are respectable numbers uh, for his size. Obviously, not great, but I think it's respectable. Um, and uh, and I think you charted him here as a ninety point ninety percent contested catch rate guy. Is that right? That is correct. Yeah, he saw That's crazy. a contested target on twenty point four percent of his sampled looks from twenty twenty one. I took his healthy season, not the most yeah. recent one. Um, he came down with 90.9%, not That's the best nuts. contested catch rate in the class. We'll talk about the guy who was uh, better than him in just a little bit. But yeah, Cedric Tillman, big time ball winner on the outside. Um, he shows, you know, he, we talked about this in his uh, prospect profile and in the podcast that he ran a curl on 39% of his routes. 39% of his routes was a curl route, but 80.6%. He does show you an ability to throttle down. He can also um, get open on post routes and corner routes. You know, I, I mentioned that his player comparison for me, his 2021 season looks very, very similar to Cedric Tillman's to Cortland Sutton's, who we just talked about earlier, his 2019 season, what, his good season in the NFL, right? Um, right. Prior to the ACL. So, and, you know, Cleveland, look, they've loaded up on pass catchers now. Yeah, I think they really have. it went, you know, and as I always say with Deshaun Watson, he's not a sympathetic figure, but like he played his metrics were terrible last year. He played terrible, but I also think it kind of got under and Jacoby Brissett was great in this environment. So again, I'm not making excuses for Watson, but I often think it got overlooked that like, yeah, they had Amari Cooper who I think is a really good two. And then Donovan Peoples Jones is a guy. David Bell was terrible as a rookie last year. Like, I don't even think that guy's going to be active on game day. If he even makes a roster at this point, which is kind of a tough look. Right. It's been a third round pick on him, but his in-season RP data was troubling. Now you're like, DPJ might be your four um, if Cedric yeah. Tillman develops into your ex. And like, you know, they got Elijah Moore as a slot. They could use Amari Cooper as a slot flanker. Those guys could alternate positions. And then DPJ can be an X receiver that you rotate in or Cedric Tillman maybe can be your X receiver that you rotate in. Or maybe in 2024, Cedric Tillman's ready to be your full-time X receiver. Or, hey, I mean, you know, Amari Cooper's 
contract is not like super guaranteed beyond this year. They could, he could be here this year and then and gone the next, but I don't know. I think the Browns are suddenly like really loaded with um, potential. These guys will have to prove it, but like potential at the wide receiver position. Yeah, they really are. I I really like their mix. Uh, first of all, you've said this many times, and I totally agree. I think Amari Cooper is at his best when he's not tethered to you know a, as an outside X. You know, can he can he move to the flanker? Can he move to slot? Can he just move around? Uh, that's I think when he becomes that's when he's the most engaged in a football game. Is that when he actually is moving around the football field? They're throwing him the ball early and often, finding him mismatches, uh, getting him the football, and then that's when you all of a sudden see you know Cooper turn it on. Um, yeah. I, you'd be the first person to say he's not the best route runner in the NFL, but I would, but but I think it's also fair to say he's not the best route runner in the NFL because I just don't think he puts the effort in every single time down the field on every single snap. You know what I mean? So get him engaged early, and then that's when he goes beast mode, man. So I don't know. Amari Cooper, Elijah Moore, now you throw in Cedric Tillman. I think DPJ is just going to be a a rotational speed guy um, mm-hmm. that they kind of mix in every now and again. You know, But to me, I feel like it feels like Tillman could really be um, a, a very big part of this offense. Yeah, and look, it all just comes back to Deshaun Watson has to play better, and obviously, yeah, you know, sure. Elijah Moore, um, he has to be the guy that we thought he was you know, coming into the league. And I mean, I still think he was he played really well and ran good routes last year on film. Um, it just like he would get wide open, and it'd be Zach Wilson, you know, not th- that chemistry obviously <laughs> never developed. So, and there was a lot of problems last year. So, right. if a lot similar to what you just said with Amari Cooper, if Elijah Moore is engaged and he's you know. Um, bought into the process. Like I think this receiver core can be really good. And Cedric Tillman, again, I, I still think he's a little bit developmental because the route tree is so rudimentary. And the but he did more NFL things at Tennessee than Jalen Hyatt did, who we just talked about. So right. um, I don't know. It's an interesting receiver core. It's just like if Deshaun Watson can be the player he was in Houston and not the player he was for six games, the by the far the worst six game of, uh, we've ever seen of Deshaun Watson in the in yeah. the Cleveland Browns, like as with the Browns last year. If he could be the player he was at Houston, the player we kind of knew him to be prior to all of the the off field uh, grossness, like he he, this could be a really good offense in Cleveland. Yeah, uh, should be really interesting. And then you, well, we when you talked about the run game, you know, so I, I just yeah. think again, like you mix all that stuff in, man, and uh, and boy, this could be a really a sneaky good offense there in Cleveland. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. And by the way, I, I really like Stefanski too. I, I know I'm, I feel like I'm a, on a little bit of an Island there I do uh, too. with Stefanski, but I, I just think I like his offenses, man. Um, the way they're running the ball outside zones, run schemes and all that kind of stuff. And then play action and the way he gets his guys into good spaces on the field. It's just been a mess of quarterback uh, in Cleveland and no NFL franchise is going to be, is going to be successful um, when you have that. So, but uh, I'm holding out hope here. I think Stefanski takes a step forward uh, as a coach too in 2023. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. 
Okay, let's go to the Colts. Let's talk about Josh Downs. This is a player that uh, that you have have, have really liked uh, in terms of watching his film. Tiny dude, very tiny dude. Played about eighty five percent of his snaps uh, in the slot as you charted there. But man, you talk about a great fit, Matt. Come on now. Opposite Michael Pittman, Alec Pierce, both those, you know, twin towers running around on the outside. And then you got little Josh Downs wrecking havoc inside. I don't know, man. Like, I don't have a ton of fantasy interest in him, but who cares about that? I just think from a real life perspective, Josh Downs, great fit in Indianapolis. Oh, dude, I, I love this pick. And, you know, Chris Ballard talked, they said they were trying to trade up for him forever. Um, and, and he just happened to, to get to a range where they could get him, um, you know, and I, I love I think he's perfect. I think he is like what the Paris Campbell truthers wanted Paris Campbell to be like Josh Downs. is right. Actually, that guy, um, uh, he's a reception perception stud, 87th percentile success rate versus man, 75.2 percent for Josh Downs, led all charted prospects, 76.9 um, percent against press success rate. Really good for Josh Downs there. And as I mentioned earlier, Cedric Tillman has the second best contested catch rate in the class. Because little Josh Downs at 5'9", 171 at the Combine, had 18% contested target rate and a 93.8% contested catch rate. Jeez. He was awesome with Drake May last year on those contested passes. And That's nuts. You know, look, I, I think he is just perfect. But, but between Michael Pittman, I'm a big fan of Michael Pittman. I'm excited to see him with a uh, could not be a more drastic difference between Matt Ryan 2022 and Anthony <laughs> Richardson coming right. into, coming into the NFL. I think like, right. that talk about just, just completely different worlds. Like, right. It, you just went to a different planet in terms of quarterback athleticism and the ability to push the ball down the field. Alec Pierce, like I'm working on his RP sample, actually, ironically, literally today uh, to get him up on the site on May 8th. And uh, as I, I, Alec Pierce, like is his, NFL route chart is so similar to his collegiate route chart because it's just slants, posts, go routes, and like that's yep. it. But he and he wins contested. Like that's who he was in at Cincinnati in college, and that's who Alec Pierce has been in the NFL. So I think they have a really good um lid lifting X receiver, ball winner in Alec Pierce. Yeah. They have like a volume pre-snap motion flanker guy in Michael Pittman. Love Michael Pittman. And then they have this Josh Downs now at slot. And I think it's just a perfect fit. What a that receiver core like just makes so much sense to me. Yeah, it looks great. It really does. And I think we're talking about three high level athletes too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um uh you talk about Alec Pierce. He tested really well at the combine. And then Josh Downs, look, I know he's small, okay, but a 38 and a half inch vertical, a 10-11 broad jump. A 10-11 broad jump yeah. at, at, at his size at 5'9", that's outrageous, dude, you know? So, um, no, I, look, 4'48 speed, too. I, and, again, that's not the, the top-end speed is not great, but who cares? Just in terms of, like, interior, like, doing the nitty-gritty, he, he's so twitchy. He's so mm -hmm. twitchy inside, man. Like, I love watching him play, uh, and I just think it's such a – oh, my goodness, dude, such a great fit. And the athletic profile across the board, Matt, you talk about the quarterback, you talk about, you know, adding in uh, Josh Downs. And I just feel like the athletic profile across the board offensively. And again, Jonathan Taylor, great athlete. Yeah. Uh, across the board offensively, this is one of the most athletic offenses that you're going to find in the NFL. Yeah. And I really think that 
I, I think Anthony Richardson is going to start week one. Um, I, I know that some people think he needs to sit. I, I like Shane Steichen even said, like, I'm not sure the best thing for him to do to get reps is to not play, you know, and to get that, get that sort of work. I also think, you know, I've said this to you um, off air. I think that <laughs> Jim Mercer is going to, the guy, Jim Mercer, the guy who hired uh, Jeff Saturday off the ESPN set is going to walk down there and be like, cute training camp battle you got here with Gardner Minshew, who knows the <laughs> offense. You're going to go ahead and like with a cigarette in right. hand, Jim Mercer is going to say you're going to start Anthony Richardson week one, you know? So I um, think that's going to happen. But I do think like, by the way, if you have to throw him out there, like it's a, it's an, a veteran offensive line with some holes and obviously some question marks about some of those veterans. Yeah. Um, but he has a veteran center and Ryan Kelly to work with. That matters a lot for young quarterbacks, especially you need experience. And I think that three receiver set is going to be good. Like I think yeah. he's got, at least they'll all fit in really good roles. They, they still have like, you know, I mean, maybe not Mo Ali Cox, but like J- Jelani Woods, this huge Great hulking yes. tight end from UVA. 100%. Like, yep, th- they're definitely they're definitely. Um, I think the Colts' offense could be good, but I tell you what, they're definitely a get off the bus team, right? Like, if you see, um, I mean, Josh Downs maybe like if hiding behind Anthony Richardson, but like Michael Pittman <laughs> and Alec Pierce, these hulking outside about. receivers. Anthony Richardson's the most athletic quarterback to ever be tested at the combine. Don't at me. That is an objective fact. And yep. uh, then, then you know, Jonathan Taylor, huge back as well. Like, and then these these massive tight ends, Jelani Woods and Mo'Ally Cox, like they're the biggest off the bus team right now in the NFL. <laughs> That's such a great way to put it, man. But, but again, I, it's like I think because of the way they have played football the last couple of years, uh, with just you know these slow anchoring you know quarterbacks, uh, people they're going to catch people by surprise. This is, again, one of the most, if not the most, athletic offenses in the NFL. Um, and, and, I'm, and I'm saying that you say objectively, and this is obviously subjectively, but, but again, it's just look at the athletes that this team has. Yeah. And if you're asking me, you've got an offensive-minded head coach, uh, brand new coaching. They're going to catch some people by surprise. I think the Colts could offensively be really, really good. I love it, um, especially if Jelani Woods takes a step forward and and Josh Downs hits the field ready to go. Well, yeah, I mean Alec Pierce is not a guy that you want to throw a hundred balls to a season, but situationally he's going to offer you a lot. So, um, oh, yeah. splash love, play love, city, splash love play this city. Offense. I love, love yes, love I, I I like it too. And, and you know what? D- speaking from a fantasy perspective, all these guys are going to be cheap. Like that's what's crazy. Yeah. Is that most of these guys are going to be cheap? Uh, Jonathan Taylor maybe not, but but everyone else, I'm telling you, they're they're going to be. Their draft capital in fantasy football, man, it's going to be very affordable uh, to sneak some of these guys in. And I'll be very interested from a fantasy perspective uh, in all of these dudes. Uh, anyways, all right, Matt, we got to get you out the door, man. But uh, but I tell you what, this was a great second episode talking about some of these guys uh, that were not as quite as high profile uh, as some of our day one and day two guys here. But uh, But yeah, some of these guys in the third round, they're certainly going to make uh, big impacts for their respective NFL teams of that there is no doubt all right if this is your first time listening to us be sure to hit us with the subscribe like the podcast rate the podcast do all those kind of things but be sure to go to the website receptionperception.com we've got some very very exciting news coming down the pipe content that you will not want to miss uh, Matt give the people out there a little quick timeline uh, on your release dates yeah, I mean, look, if you go there right now, there's a ton of stuff, um, not just all the prospect profiles, but 
Um, some of the guys we didn't talk about on the show, uh, some of the later round guys, you know, the the guys in the rookie roundup, um, Puka Nakua, Charlie Jones, interesting landing spots for those two. They're in the rookie roundup. The dynasty rankings are fully updated with rookies. Um, and then May 8th, uh, next Monday is going to be when the second year receivers start hitting the site. Some of these guys, Garrett oh Wilson, boy. Chris Olave, are, are already go. up there. But like Drake London, George Pickens, Christian Watson, Jahan Dotson, Alec Pierce, who I mentioned, you know, there's going to be a ton of guys hitting the site on Monday. So, yeah, a lot of lot of lot of wide receiver content on the site right now. And uh, and content that uh, you may not know about some content that uh, you're not maybe expecting will be soon hitting the website. Spicy tease. Oh, what a spicy tease it is. All right. We got to go. But for Matt Harmon, I'm James Coe. We'll see you.